0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Halloween special of Matt the Critic Live!
1: I would like to firstly apologise if anyone was listening to he- with headphones and their audio just went up. That was one of our guests giving me a very nice intro. So, hello everyone, welcome back to episode two of the Matt the Critic show. I'm your host, Matthew Alecun, and obviously you know me elsewhere as Matt the Critic. It's worth mentioning, once I've done interviewing my MA Drama Production students, I tend to expand the outreach more to speak to other courses. My goal is to learn more about the creative, talented individuals on the course. So without further ado, I'm incredibly pleased to welcome Joshua Besso and Craig Rose to the show. How are we both doing lads today? Are you well?
0: Thanks for having us. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks for
1: having us on the show, Matt. It's Thank mad. I, uh, episode one went out yesterday, <laughs> and it's been doing quite well so far very, with the feedback. I yeah, so it. I it. it's mad how many people I sent it to, and then it was just they popped it on instantly. <laughs> 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 I'm apparently a popular voice in people's ears. It's like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, good. it's good. So I'm, it. I'm gonna. I think we've got a jam-packed show as we've discussed today. So we're yeah. we're going to get straight into things. So. I'm going to start out with some questions for you both, and then we'll move into some review segments. Uh, so my first question is: What were you doing before drama production, and why did you choose Solford in particular? who's, who's starting here? Uh, like who, who started? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. So uh, I I did uh, performing arts uh, at uh, UCLAN in Preston. I uh, graduated uh, in 2019, and then I tried to find acting work. You know, did a few uh, small theatre shows here and there. Uh, but you know, and odd ob- ob- jobs in between, of course. Uh, and then, you know, after lockdown, I was thinking I need to yeah. I need to change my direction, and here I am. Here we are. So,
1: yeah. Here we are, indeed. Yeah, you're going to be directing uh, our stories in stone project, so I'm very interested to see that dynamic, how you work with the actors, being obviously oh, yeah. a previous actor yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Um, especially, obviously, I'm used to
0: doing it obviously on theatre, but it's going to be exciting to do it behind a camera so uh, yeah I'm looking forward to that dynamic and working with you man working working with all of you guys it's gonna be gonna be some good stuff
2: yeah um, I was whiling away in a nine-to-five for a few years um, office work working from home which is mm. always, always good because you don't have pulling eight hours uh, before that the interesting part um, undergrad drama and English at Manchester not not that much theater really more more writing about it all writing about what you want to do instead of actually going doing it which is kind of kind of why I'm here um, a bit of sketch writing a bit of stand-up so um, a good mix hoping to sort of develop comedy skills and filmmaking yeah It's
1: really mad just hearing that there's a comedy student on the course because it's a real quite nice change of career path I think for you both because I, I comedy I think is one of the hardest genres out there I think so it's really nice to have somebody who's come from that background to work with especially oh, yeah. hearing your uh, silent short film comedy idea for one of the other modules which I'd be really interested to see in particular yeah uh,
2: yeah, well, if, part the time, right? yeah if anyone wants to know more about that it's me watching a bunch of 1920s to 1940s silent films and Perhaps too arrogantly picking out one or two chaplain clips that I think I can do better. Um, <laughs> so I've set my own assessment brief there and I'll probably get what kicked bet off better by. Than wow, well, we'll, damn, we'll see. see yeah. Part, probably get I'm kicked excited. off by early Jan. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see you now at Job Centre. Oh, I'm excited. I love I'm that. For I love
1: that. that. <laughs> you set your own assignment brief. That's lovely. Uh, is there an end goal to what you really want to get out of this course at the end of the day, ultimately? Um, yeah I th- I, th- I think the the main
0: goal is I think for myself I think being out, out of the creative space uh, even though I'm obviously tipping my my toes in there in there whilst I can but um since obviously lockdown I've been I think most of us have been I guess like you said working yeah. uh, and it's just really refreshing to get back into this creative space again um and kind of harness those those creative skills and and put them to something uh, productive and that can be used using the industry you know if we ever got the if i ever or we ever got the opportunity to do so um it's exciting isn't it to, to be here and yeah, to see it. yeah. Um, so um i guess i don't know but personally i think uh it's wherever wherever the uh, yellow brick uh, road goes and <laughs> we'll learn as much as we can and hopefully we'll get the opportunity to to put it to uh put it on the on the road shall we say
2: yeah i think think very very similar obviously um everlasting fame and glory top, top, <laughs> top, yeah, of, top it. of the <laughs> list beneath that a pass mark would be nice uh, <laughs> some good projects a job a job that really hard to come by i don't know if listeners know in media it really is i've genuinely heard stories about execs holding cups of tea to their arms and saying it's too dark go back and so kind of maybe you skip that rungs good oh and i think you're the same josh on On sort of an outside uni point, if I can master Regent Road roundabout driving home (laughs) by any time before August, I think that's worth about eight grand, right? There, yeah, yeah.
1: that's it, mate.
0: That's it,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I think it's really quite nice being able to work uh, with people who've come from different backgrounds. I talked about this on the show last week because I think what's so nice is the people coming from backgrounds you wouldn't necessarily expect to be on this course, and then you can just see why it the trajectory I think people are on on this course is really suitable for everyone I think ultimately oh yeah definitely. I think it's really quite nice as well to have that difference sort of backgrounds because rather than people just being like I feel bad it's it's like we've got mm-hmm. obviously self a former actor then with the comedy background I think it's really it shakes it up very nicely for me oh, yeah. when my undergraduate was just meh <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I'll move on to this uh Inspirations, I'm curious, was there someone or something who inspired you on this path you're on right now? Ooh, damn, that
0: is, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> Can we um, cut out some white noise while yeah, we yeah, think yeah. and <laughs> know, come yeah, back to uh, it. Come back to like 10 minutes. Um, like... Yeah, uh, if you want to. <laughs> like, I think it's, it's something, I think anything creative, it's something that you kind of, uh, I don't know, it kind of comes, I don't know, it, especially in your younger years, uh it's um something that either you fall upon or you or you just i don't know find something that you you yeah. enjoy i guess right um and originally obviously, I'll, you know you, you, with acting wise you know you start off in high schools doing plays and stuff like that and it and it builds and it builds and it builds and and, and um you start to find your thing and you start to find your niche when it comes to to getting behind the camera though and the production of, of it i think it's you know watching um you know, watching movies. I think when we were a kid, and um, and ha- and having that belief that you can turn it into a into a profession, um, I think is where it all begins. Obviously, it's a, it's a difficult road, but uh, you know, we all have the passion for it, and um, you know, only time will tell if if we we get the opportunity to to really put it put it in its stride. But you no, know, that's why we're here. We, we want we want to we want to uh, be a part of this this world. Um, and yeah it's just very exciting it, it kind of gets the the cogs turning and uh the energy the energy roaring i think i don't know about you guys but it's something quite inspiring to to uh to be just to study it i think it's great
1: yeah. yeah i sort of was thinking about this last week because i did not actually mention this person uh who i think on a similar career path to myself is probably looking at their journey It's Chris Stuckman on YouTube, who's a film critic now turned first time feature filmmaker. Wow. Uh, And it was really quite a nice journey on his YouTube watching the production process of Shelby Oaks, which is his new horror film. I think it's coming out next year. And I'm already kind of going into it thinking, I just want to put out for this film because I can admire the journey Mm -hmm. as someone who's like myself, who's a film critic and now wants to turn that into how do they translate it on screen? Because I think seeing a critic put their work to screen, I think it's going to be a really interesting dynamic change because I think they've we've obviously watched a lot of stuff. So we've come from very similar backgrounds, I think, ultimately. And yeah, I'm excited to see what Chris Stuckman brings to the table. So if he ever listened to this, <laughs> I, if I could get Chris Stuckman on the show, that would be an
2: all-timer. So yeah, yeah. is there
1: anything else for you? Or? Um,
2: I think I've always, I say always, not when I was like really young, but I remember when I was about 15, 16, I remember being in Tesco, it's going somewhere, walking down the aisle with the Easter eggs there, and I stopped and went on my phone and typed something in, and it's like, I'd see, I can't remember what it was now, typed something in, and it's like, that could be a sketch. And that went on probably until I was about 18, 19. And then you get to the point and you go, well, why, why isn't it? Why aren't I doing it? Mm-hmm. So I, I did a big, big about term from A-levels was free sciences and English lit, just about clawed my way onto the only drama degree in the country that'd take someone who's not read a Stanislavski book or not, not studied mm-hmm. or can't act. And then after a while you end up in work and if anyone's done that and sort of like you say going doing odd jobs or the nine to five, I think you convince yourself quite easily that you're doing stuff and you're being creative. And I was writing some sketch scripts, some sitcom scripts. You know, shit ton of rejects. I don't know what we can say on count on it. Rejection beep. slip sort <laughs> of. P- beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> Piling up sort of digitally. A lot yeah, of them yeah. saying, well, your characters are too northern because they're in London. Like, if anyone, I should know what they sound like. I live here. And it's it's sort of going, well, why, why don't I go and do that? So I didn't want to move far and mm-hmm. coming here and going, well, there's more than just if you write scripts brilliant but ultimately that's just you and a computer and, and the void obviously and, and in the room so yeah just like you said being with people like you guys mm-hmm. and just sort of seeing what people are doing and feeling like you're part of something don't want to sound wanky <laughs> so <something, laughs> much <something bigger laughs> yeah, 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 that's bigger yeah I
0: think like, you catch a bug don't you I think it's yeah, like, yeah catch that creative bug and it's like okay this is what I'm gonna this is what I want to do now <laughs> it's like <laughs> a, yeah you just make that jump down that's yeah. pretty
1: uh, I think it's quite nice seeing how people operate as well around you in the sense that we've all got something very different to bring to the table which i think is really nice i think the mindset is really quite a nice thing to watch at work sometimes literally just watching someone work like for the 72 hour literally just watching well i'll give him a shout out tom doing the edit it was like god he's quick on this yeah yeah it it opened your eyes when you watch an editor edit because Mm. they just press buttons so quickly and it's like god you feel like you know the software and then you don't all of a sudden so I think that's been really good I think it's really nice to have both different backgrounds <laughs> oh yeah I mean, uh, just I mean, to
0: see the, 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 the technical ability of it all it's uh that's that's fascinating I think it's like a hidden the hidden side of the world isn't it yeah of, of the of the world of this world that we're in at the moment it's, it's it's like it's amazing to see like you said yeah see other people um do their do their thing I think
2: yeah, it's that good mix, that collaboration. The fact that we're doing um, filming stuff that's not being assessed as well—that's really, I mean, at risk of sounding like a eighty-five-year-old man on his deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> First week of undergrad in the drama building, I'm sort of looking around and I thought, mm. "Shit, I I've got it. This is it for three years. It's—I've got this—and you can. You sort of you're in this bubble, and then before you know it, it's, scary, it's fucking gone." I hope that click came through like professional. It <laughs> <laughs> did <laughs> come through, yeah. <laughs> but here, I feel like we're really making the most out of it, and you know, if, if people are listening, especially on undergrad courses, first, second year, do the same because everyone will tell you it it does go quickly, and it's never sort of, it's never too early to start going out doing more than just your assessed, yeah. you know. And if you fuck up an essay in the process because you've been, I don't know, filming a chaplain scene, <laughs> exactly. What you're going to remember when you're 70, what you're going to show your kids. That's so, it, man. yeah. That's it. And
0: I think I the think the, the, the like you said, the, the ability to to create projects um, that aren't marked, but there's an S at the end. It's, I guess the idea of, of development and failure. It's uh, it's nice to have that space, like yeah. create a space to fail, uh, which is cool. Which is cool. Mm,
1: I think that's very good for the chat aspect. I think I really want to move on to the review segment because we've got a lot Ooh. to talk about talking like, what are, we about? <laughs> what are we talking about this week? Right. I've, not, I've not been yeah. oh, to <laughs> Yeah. This is where uh, the first time I have a guest walk out because I'm going to delve deep into these things. <laughs> 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 I'm joking, I never would. <laughs> it would be rude of Matt the creator, to ever give spoilers. How can I jeopardise your valuable viewing experience? Can't do it. Right. Spoil it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I could never do it. <laughs>
2: you might as well. It'll be two months by the time I've saved up seven fifty for a ticket. So, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, crazy. It yeah. that. calls you lose. It mate. pays
1: to have a film card, I think, because you just get them all for free, which is really quite good.
2: pays to have a VPN.
1: It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's weird, actually. Speaking of spoilers, uh, I, so I'm going to give him a shout-out, Dan, who is the... Uh, He's one of the main editors for my website. I write for ReviewsGate, and I was I was messaging him about uh the Exorcist Believer, mm. and because I mi- mistook a character's name for someone else, I accidentally revealed who turns up at the end of the. Oh ex- no! But then I said <laughs> I followed him up and said she's barely in it, so it's fine. It, it, I mean, the film is absolute rubbish. Show, I mean. But I sort of... That's the first time I've actually done a spoiler. <laughs> I, I, mild. Let's be honest. Yeah, mild. Yes, well, it, yeah. It's not like revealing something that happens in the MCU is where... It,
0: is it scary? Is, that, is it a scary film? No.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, just oh, point no. blank. No. Oh, dear. Right, let's get on to Quite the... Uh, should we get on to the reviews? Uh, so, out today as we're recording, the 27th of October. First thing I'll talk about is Cat Person. This is a... Film that is based on a short story that was published in the New Yorker. It's directed by Susanna Fogel and it's essentially about a 20 year old theatre worker who serves popcorn and does the snacks who finds a relationship with this older man, Robert. And they initially meet based on how Robert has weird choices for his film, <laughs> Snacks. It's essentially, mm. he, he, he picks red vines, and she looks at him as if to say, why are you picking that no one buys them?
2: Well, they're red vines, what?
1: Red vines, yeah. Fair, it's, it's, fair it, I think it's at a popular American snack. I didn't, I, did, I unfortunately did not research red vines into the mm. preparation of today's show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you have your favorite movie snack, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> I'll put that in the comments, or so. <laughs> Yeah, please do. Uh, tweet, tweet us, tweet us. Uh, I think what's really good about this, uh, so, the young woman is played by Amelia Jones, who was the lead actress in Coda, I'm not sure if either of you have seen that, which I haven't, embarrassingly. Well, what's that film? song? Coda. No, I don't think
2: No, that. no.
1: The best picture winner. <laughs> the, yeah, one when of the most that? recent best picture winners, Re- yeah. Oh, right, really? W- oh, which which awards is that? I think it's right, uh, the Oscars, yeah, the it's Oscars Apple well. TV, yeah. i have to give it all. Oh, it's Apple TV, t- Apple, t- Apple yeah, TV nah, be- beat Netflix to the curve, <laughs> yeah. But what I really liked about this was that, um, initially the relationship is played off as very gimmicky and quite awkward but then what i think the film excels at is the sense of awkwardness turns into jeopardy really quickly because the escalating tension comes from the fact that you never really know how they're doing together as a couple how they're functioning Mm. it's quite it's a dark comedy i would say in regards because she referred to him mockingly on with her friends as a serial killer because he has the presence Mm -hmm. and then certain plot strands play out where you start to question who Robert really is I would go like I think it does take its time I think it it's a slow build up because you're getting to know them but when the film particularly got under my skin was a point where two friends are literally just reading texts they're sat on the bed you hear the sound of the text come through and it was almost like the film switched genres to a, like a psychological thriller because mm. those texts coming through just unnerved me so easily because from a visual el- element, the film really played into the idea of not knowing who someone is really well. Mm. And I think it, it's flawed, definitely. I think it takes its time, but it's a hell of a final <laughs> act because you really get to know who Robert really is in that final act. And there's weirdly what I think it juggles there's empathy but there's also this real underlying psychopath I think there's a real good side to Robert which I think doesn't it's really fascinatingly drawn out so I definitely would recommend cat person as my film of the week it's on the list W- I've seen, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Cat
2: Burglar <laughs> on, on Netflix. That if you've not seen that, that's a good one. And there's also uh, cats. <laughs> well, ah. we're going <laughs> <gonna just>, uh, <laughs> to
1: just end the show yeah, there. That's, uh, yeah, it's a different conversation. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, what I went to see this morning, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, which I Ooh. deliberately got up early to review for you all What, today. what
2: time's early? What time's... At uh, 10 o'clock. I mean, Five Nights at Freddy's, I, I want to watch it. It's not a 10am film. No, it's not yeah. a 10 a.m. <laughs> You're on the wrong side at clock there. It's so, dark. Yeah, this so is generally. directed
1: by Emma Tammy and stars Josh Hutchinson as Mike, who, if you have played the Five Nights at Freddy's game, you will know is the lead security guard. Essentially, the game revolves around having to basically survive a massacre of animatronics coming to life at freddie's pizzeria and what i think the film does it tries to have characters that weren't necessarily in the game it draws massively from it and it takes plot strands and it takes well it does new things with some new characters but what i think the film may have failed in its shortcomings is for it to actually be scary Mm. because and i think this film walks a very fine line of the pg-13 rating because i've seen it before because i think in uk we have a very strict age rating system where i think the other example i would compare it to is venom getting a pg-13 rating and it getting a 15 in the uk because i think what you see with that is you get a glimpse of where the horror is coming but you never see it fully realized and that's i think somewhat of an issue with the film because there's, the animatronics are spectacularly designed. I've got to say that first off. I think the actual... Is it CG? What is, it? Is, it, is it CG? or? I don't actually know. <laughs> wow, okay, that's cool. Imagine if they're real and then they actually come yeah. to life in, on set. That's
2: there's a, wild. There's a
1: backstory right? in the game and the film as to, as to how the animatronics are working, because obviously it's a closed-down mm. establishment, and it, the guy's doing a night shift security, just making sure no one gets in. That's the famous line. But essentially what it just I think it could have been pushed so much harder this film. I think the it it doesn't know whether it wants to be a whole film for kids, adults, or does it want to try and be both? I think it needs to pick a strand. Because I think it actually starts out really promisingly, which is probably more frustrating, as this really elaborate backstory, actually very heartfelt, which I wasn't expecting to say from her <laughs> Five lights at freddy's film where essentially the security guards is trying to tap into his dreams to realize where his brother went missing and he's trying to piece together the memory of what really happened on the day he went missing Mm. and throughout the film you get glimpses of does he of who really took the brother but yeah i think in the second half it just it introduces new characters it does something with his younger sister who is he's raising at the moment uh but I just thought it maybe started to lose the essence of what made the game so great because I have played the game in secondary school and I was utterly (laughs) freaked out by it and I feel like you could have there could have been so much more emphasis on the animatronics how crazy they can be because you get a, a partial sense but you don't get a full sense
0: well, do, do, you, do you think that's an issue, though, with all video video game movies, you know what I mean? It's, like, a really, it's a horror film, isn't it? But it's like a, it's a video game movie. So you see, it's a
1: really good thing. question, because I, I was thinking about walking in thinking, oh, this could actually be like my favorite game to movie adaptation. Yeah, because they're not renowned for having the best reputation. I'll put it that way. Mm. I mean, when Sonic the Hedgehog is my probably my favorite <laughs> game to movie, that's probably saying something. Mm i did like super mario brothers i thought that was pretty decent but i just thought with this i don't know how many kids played five nights at freddy's and i feel like the film needs to pick a side of what it's truly on because i think josh hutchinson's great in the film it's worth saying matthew lillard who was in who scream as Stu mocker who was absolutely fabulous in the scream incidentally was absolutely superb i just thought it felt like i was in a game of two halves in it was almost like two different films trying to battle to be one gigantic do you mean, film do you mean made what it was everyone. being marketed to so you mean obviously because the game was
0: out when we were, I,
2: yeah, I remember yeah. it. i
0: never played it but i remember it being yeah. on like youtube or gameplay too
2: scared to play it, it
0: yeah yeah terrifying. <laughs> so what you would think it was, should have been an 18
1: for like, i think it could i i f- yeah because it's a 15 obviously uk with the system but I think it needed to be an R-rated horror film for the US because I just think mm. I, I, I hear sometimes people cut down like two or three scenes to make it PG-13 and mm. that sort of delinquishes confidence in my perspective because I feel like you need those scenes to really make a point sometimes mm. and but I think the horror, the horror is good in the first half because there's some really good surveillance footage of the security guard just watching the monitors and then just seeing strange things happening i think that's really nerve dreading terror done really well but i just think it starts to maybe get a little bit lost in what it's trying to do it's weird because i did like the film i just think there's so much more it could have gone with there's so much scope i think as well
2: yeah is it based on the first game because i know they they ended up trotting out. Yeah, I think half a dozen on the App Store. I think I
1: think it is based off the first game. Yeah. Uh, it didn't actually. I'm not gonna say what I'm about to say. <laughs> <did> <laughs> that a spoiler? Partial. It's not <laughs> a sequel. Partial. <laughs> so but we'll spo-
2: yeah, I was about to say something on the ending, mm. but I won't say oh, anything. It's, it's got to be an end credit scene, and they come back that's to it. Pizzeria, it. They've that's not it. learned that's the lesson. Oh, well,
0: that's it. That's it. You spoiled it now. <laughs> yeah. If I they come up with that after me, I own the
1: rights to that now. That's come to me. Yeah, I would definitely like to see another instalment because I just think it needed to decide what film it was aiming to be. I think that's the biggest issue. I think it, I'd give it a solid 3 out of 5 because I did enjoy it. I mean, it woke me up, certainly. I think if you see this film at 10am, I mean, it does wake you up.
2: Yeah, so if it can't scare you at 10am, what's it playing Exactly at? what's yeah. going
1: on there. But I was just thinking, oh, this it it's slightly veered off and it just wasn't to my liking a hundred percent in the end which is unfortunate and i think the age rating is the biggest issue i think ultimately because i think you need to pick a side uh and you don't need to wave wavering's probably worse because there was points where i got glimpses of the violence in the sense that i could see what this be if you had an r rating and i see you t- tone this back with the pg-13 and i just thought this needs the r rating mm. this is a property that needs it uh, I'll move on to what my double bill on Sunday, where Josh is going to chime in with his. Thoughts. <laughs> I'm going to get uh, I'm uh, going yeah. to get Josh's thoughts on Flower Moon first before I do the other film because uh, my voice needs a bit of a break. And Flower Review.
2: Moon as part of a double bill. Oh,
1: I know. I yeah. did, How okay, did you? That? That's like actually point. So <laughs> Sunday, I watched Killers <laughs> of the Flower Moon and I watched five. Uh We'll do the big one now because I think. I think we should just get it out of the way I, yeah. <laughs> just get it out i of mean way. it's three and a half hours and if this review goes on as long as three and a half hours mate i think we'll <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have missed all of our deadlines so it, yeah i'm uh, sure i sure brought my bed with me i think <laughs> let's get let's get into it uh the big release killers of the flower moon martin scorsese's newest film essentially i'll just do a bit of plot it's a series of oklahoma murders that take place in the osage nation during the 1920s essentially after oil was discovered on their land and people essentially looked at oil making as a way of making money by stealing wealth. Uh, William Hale, played by Robert De Niro, plans to scheme the Osage by murdering and stealing their wealth. Hale essentially tells her, it's played by the fabulous Leonardo DiCaprio, to get close to uh, Molly, who's very much involved with the Osage community, uh, played by lily gladstone whose family owns significant oil rights so i'm gonna let josh take over first before i chime in with my thoughts what did you think of killers of the flower moon right well uh i watched
0: it last night um so and it was a pretty packed theater actually uh so it was like a seven o'clock till i think like 11 at night um and i think it's it, it, the film itself um i think it's uh I think it's very on topic. I think it's very well-timed, the release, um, and what it's about. Um, Education, I think, it's, it's quite fascinating, obviously, to, I, I never, obviously, American history, I'm not, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not very educated uh, when it comes to uh, American history, especially in the last century. Um, but I, I think, you know, the wider themes of it are really quite interesting. Um, you know, exploitation of a of a of a community or or, or a people, um, I think is very very much. Um, it, it's it's good that it's been that it, that it's been made made aware of, especially the Osage community as well. Uh, when it comes to other aspects, though, I do think there is issues with it. I think it can at times be. A little bit messy when it comes to the story, but it's Martin Scorsese, and I absolutely love Martin Scorsese movies. I'm a massive, massive fan. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, I think he's it's he, a it's a good film, but it's not it's not great. It's not a great film. Uh, but saying that, hey, it's Martin Scorsese. He's 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 the he's a legend. So I I've got really no grounds to to speak from here. But as a as a viewer, um, uh, I just think it's. I think the way that the struck the stories from the perspective of the stories from the wrong an angle i think obviously i think in a good in a good way they've used leo's uh, star power to um gather and bring people to the theater to uh show the story and to make people aware of the story um but i think the for some reason i don't know it just seemed very odd uh, i think the story should have been from um, is it Lily's? Lily, Lily Gladstone. Yeah. Lily Gladstone's character. I think there should have been way more emphasis on that, and I think that's where the perspective should have come from, or should have switched to, like midway the film, um, similar to like Sicario when they kind of switched the the, per, the, per, the perception. And then I don't know. Other times, I, I, I kind of watched it, and there are things that I liked about it as well. Like I, th- I think you know it's quite horrific. I think it's quite uh, a hor- horrific film, but I think it, and it had it felt at times like a horror film. Um, Which I kind of liked about it. Uh, But I just wish they kind of lent into that direction a little bit more. Um, Other than that, it's a good film. I would go watch it uh, just for educational purposes. Um, But yeah, that's my piece. That's my two cents on it. (laughs) But yeah, go
1: watch it. Go watch it. I guess it's now up to me to deliver my verdict. So I would definitely agree on the educational aspect of the story. I think it's a very important story. I think it's very timely. I think more than anything. I think it's a part of history that I think has not really been tapped into too much. I knew very little about it going in uh, uh, because that was partially deliberate because of the star power. Just because American history, again, is a weak, very weak area of mind. So I think as an important piece, I think it's really up there as one of the best in probably a few years. That being said, there are issues with the film. Uh, I think... uh, yeah, as you said perspective, I've heard a lot of critics say that because I've also heard the, the perspective that it should have been set from Jesse Clemens' character, who's the uh, FBI agent. Uh, I think Lily Gladstone is by far the best performance in the film. I think she, her emotional weight and turmoil is so magnificently conveyed throughout. You really feel her sense of pain yeah. at times. The and performance you re- was amazing. And you really feel the sense that she still loves him which i think is really quite it's a key dynamic ernest and molly i think in particular i would say probably my biggest issue and you people are going to moan at me for talking about the length but i'm going (laughs) to this is three and a half hours and it does not need to be three and a half hours i'm sorry it does not i think there's so many segments where i thought This is trying to have its cake and eat it in the sense that it's very cinematic, but it also feels very episodic at the same time, which I think is really weird because it's almost (laughs) like it's Martin Scorsese, and if I'm calling him episodic, am I offending him? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I mean, you can have TV that is absolutely cinematic, so I don't think that's a bad thing by any means. I think the performances are outstanding overall i think leonardo is great it's certainly i don't think he's it's his best performance i don't think yeah, it's i agree with that. i don't think i don't
0: think it's it's not up there to be honest i think i don't know when i was in theater and i was what when obviously watching some of the scenes i think some people i don't know take this with a pinch of salt but laughed at some of his scenes um which i don't know you know I'd, i'll leave it there but uh i, I I think at points, yeah, I think, I think you're right. The performances can be, are quite good, uh, but I think there are, I don't know, this just seems to be a, 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 bit, a little bit two dimensional at times when it comes to certain characters, um, which I wish they would have fleshed out more, especially uh, Lily's character. Uh, I think she began with um, a, a lot more intrigue at the beginning of the film. There's something quite intriguing about her character, obviously being an Osage, having that power as a woman, um and knowing that there's there's people trying to to take opportunity of 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 her uh, newfound wealth or a family's wealth um but then it slowly kind of i don't know, teetered off it was it was as if she then all that kind of intrigue i think was lost uh, and i think it would have been good to to see more of her performance i think it would have been good to see more performance of that character um and you know her intricacies in in the situation and and, and the suspicions shall we say that that uh, would have occurred during the certain um certain events that happened shall we say i try not to spoil <laughs> <many>. yeah <laughs> i think i think
1: with the um osage nation in particular mm. i feel like when each member got murdered it uh, just sort of happened <laughs> oh, no. you've you
2: <laughs> so ruined
1: no. it now I'm not so going no, no, to no. be fair I, it's not really spoiling like it like it's point, history I like, but I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to point out yeah, Plopsidopsis a yeah, yeah, yeah. series of Oklahoma murders oh I'd yeah say. yeah that's it <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> not whoever not wrote, well. wrote that needs sacking Yeah, disgusting. what murders
0: what no? oh
1: yeah true yeah. My, my bad I'm still oops go yeah, ahead I go feel like when each person spoiler dies. yeah uh I think it just kind of happened abruptly and you never... It's, it's as you said, it's the whole notion of whose perspective do we tell this story from? Because yeah. I think if you had told this from the Osage Nation's perspective, uh, Lily Gladstone leading the way, I think this could have been a five easily. Oh, yeah. Because I, f- I think it's a classic case of the film is very good, but it takes the wrong perspective. I do definitely agree. I mm. think the more speaking about it now the more i'm agreeing Mm -hmm. because i genuinely think that's true because i came out of the film and i was like i was quite blown away because i thought oh wow the production value was off the charts i thought i think scorsese definitely deserves to be nominated for best director at the oscars but does the film deserve the best picture nomination i honestly don't think it does because i think it tries to juggle so much that i almost wish if you had done this as a tv show could Absolutely. you imagine the viewer records it would have broken? Just if you said Leonardo DiCaprio is anchoring a TV oh, yeah. show.
0: That's what I was thinking. When I was watching it, thinking like this could have been like a six a six uh, episode drama, on and I think you could have got across the the more complexities of emotionally of the characters, but also the situation of 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 the the epi- episodes that, have hap- that happened during that time. I think. He was a little bit spoon spoon fed at times certain certain scenes uh when it came from information and i think um uh, i think like like you said the emotional weight of each death and the and i don't know i think the whole angle of the film was was from the wrong and i, I in a way i understand why martin scorsese i think shot has, has done it from from what's leo's character called again uh, ernest yeah ernest Ernest's character because i think most of his films are kind of they're all about redemption aren't they I think in, in spiritual senses of, of of uh doing something horrific and then having this character you know come to terms with with what he's done but I, I, I agree with you when it comes to I don't know I just don't think it's the it wasn't the right the right angle for the story yeah yeah I agree with you with that
1: I think um it's a question I kind of want to ask based on this because do you think three hour f- plus film films need to have an intermission.
2: Yeah, that's why I've not watched it. I'd need to <laughs> bring a chamber pot if I'm watching that thing. It's um, shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. And that's without ads and trailers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I <laughs> know, yeah. That's four rounds so of popcorn true. right there. Oh, my, mm. Yeah, it's bad
1: because my screen was like 10 o'clock and I left like four hours
0: later. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should put the ads in the middle of the film, like you said.
1: I don't so, know if it's yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> that size of a movie. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I know school says he's like, he says, like, we can sit and watch content for five hours, but I'm I'm sorry, we need to have a wee break as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, we don't just watch things for five hours straight and fit, right, just sit in front of the screen and we're going to so, watch it for five hours. No, we need to get up and make snacks. I shouldn't the- have
0: ordered that XXL uh, Coca-Cola, uh, or shall I say soda,
1: What if you're, fizzy drink. If you're a snack person or <laughs> cinemas, incidentally, I think you need to get the biggest size hot dog, nachos, popcorn, drinking. That's it. I think it's very good, but I think it needed to be broken up somehow. I think it it's weird when you think about it compared to... so I'm going to I'm going to do it. If you think about three-hour films like Oppenheimer or Bose Afraid, the dynamic rhythm of those two films moves in such a different way. There's a harmony to those two films where three hours feels like 90 minutes. Yeah. Whereas with Ki- Flower Moon, I'm sorry, but three and a half hours feels like three and a half hours. And, but I did check my watch a few times as well because I was thinking just needs to move move at a quicker pace. Mm. Uh, what, what do you think about that group?
2: I mean, yeah, but biologically, three hours is three hours. So even in something like Oppenheimer, come an hour and a half in two hours, there's a stream of people in front of you going... Going, do God knows what out there. Mm. Um, all your ice has melted into your cola, so that's That's it. That's it. So <laughs> if, you had a, if you had an interval as well, because I'm um, at mm. theatres, comedy clubs, comedy clubs have about, I mean, they've got more intervals than acts now, and it's, it's all to make money at the bar, which, especially for, I know, if you go to somewhere like View, Audium, fuck them, they've got loads of money, but your independence, like Home or something, if they release that with an interval, They'll, they'll take in a fortune at the bar as well, and that should go go back into the, back into the cinema or even, God knows, pay the staff a living wage, something That's like that. So yeah.
0: are, you, are you listening to us, uh, cinema distributors, CEOs? You heard it first. Boom.
1: Do you always really matter? I, th- I think <laughs> that I've seen the Print Works, they are doing select screenings of Flower Moon that have uh, intermissions. Not as because because you gotta think, if you're doing a three and a half hours performance, you're not gonna get much of these, to be fair. But I think that's quite a good touch of you with doing at least. It's yeah. good, but but they do it, with it in theatre, don't they? Like yeah. you
0: said, like stand up, they do even more, but you like yeah. theatre yeah. do it.
1: it' yeah. it's like a two hour show. And so yeah. you like you do an hour and then you take a break and yeah. then it's like
2: back for the other hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would watch it with an interval, but I mean we we said earlier this afternoon print works. I don't don't want to get you done for slander, but the, the, <laughs> but the, the staff are rude. You, don't, Ooh, you don't, want come buy, us don't want to buy your popcorn. Though. It's just... It's just uh, uh, I feel, I and, feel yeah. like there's something i going to be said You
1: heard it first, folks. <laughs> really, uh, I'm probably going to release this episode in its entirety, but I, certain parts, <laughs> I just God. need to bleep or segregate. It's yeah, actually like, Yeah, But so yeah... Yeah, I think that's enough said on Flower Moon. I want to talk about the second film I saw in The cl- Killers of the Flower Foe, as I'm calling it.
0: Ooh, nice segue. Ooh. Nice, uh, impressive, bro. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Foe, which is based on a novel by Ian Reid, who also wrote I'm Thinking of Ending Things. I don't know if you've seen or read that. It's um, the Charlie yeah, Calvin film. Yeah. You hated it? No,
0: no, no, I said it was amazing,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely hated it. It was just uh,
0: too, yeah. much. too much, too no, much. It was yeah. amazing,
1: yeah. It's, it's directed by Garth Davis, who directed the Dev Patel film Lion. Uh, so the plot, it's essentially a sci-fi, dystopian romance film that is set in 2065, and it follows a young couple's lives who are thrown upside down. The couple is henrietta played by Sir ronan and junior played by paul mescal any people who know me know i am a die-hard paul mescal fan so did the bias kick in at any point yes it did i'll get into why so essentially the couple's lives are thrown into turmoil where this stranger terrence played by aaron pierre who was recently in a film called brother which i haven't seen shows up and offers a proposition for them and he offers junior the chance to go on this spacing program called Altamore, where the husband will be sent to a large space station which i believe was to investigate if a planet is habitable and he's been specifically selected for this program and what the proposal is that whilst junior is away terence says to henrietta oh even though you'll be left alone we're going to build you a robot to keep you company while uh, Julius away and that is all I'm going to say about the plot because what I think this film absolutely nails is the fact that it's a sci-fi that feels so contemporary to now the fact that this is set in 2065 is probably the least most important part of the plot because nice. the film is ultimately about this cu- young couple because you get a real sense that they really don't know who each other are and it's this real melancholic Melancholic piece about identity truly valuing what one person wants in a relationship truly thinking about how one feels about a a life-changing thing because it is huge at the end of the day Uh, i think the performances are outstandingly good i mean Saoirse Ronan i think her ability to be be smiling fakingly and then turn it into this uttermost depression is Mm. like next level. Wonderful. Our performance is very uh, confined. It's very isolated. You get the sense of that separation between the couple, which I think spectacularly played. Paul Mescal. I mean, (laughs) I don't really I don't know if I can say enough of (laughs) what I haven't said already. It's almost like I'm fanboy. Like, I think you are. There's a little yeah. bit of fanboy going know, on but here. But every one of his <laughs> films I've seen, I just think... Oh, i got to watch it. it sounds good. He's, he's one of the best... He's, I think, actually, I think he is the best actor working today. That's a bold statement, but you heard it here first. Hot take, hot take. But I've seen him in All of Us Strangers, Carmen, and God's Creatures, and Aftersight. And mm. I think I'm just so fascinated by his mindset of choices because his performance in this is very nuanced and it's very complex And I I feel like, I don't want to say anything else, because the performance in itself kind of will change the way you view the film if you were to watch it a second time. And I think what's so good about the film is that so much of the film is shrouded in a sense of mystery where you don't really know what is going on with this space program. You don't really know why the couple are at each other's throats in a way. And the conflict captured is superb. I think it's quite a sublime exploration as to how a life changing opportunity can throw such disarray and chaos into the mix. Because what I think Terrence is this absolute smug salesperson, in a way, who basically comes up with this proposition and he says, and he literally just says it to Junior like it's nothing like, oh, you're going to be away for a couple of years. It's not like you she's going to even notice classic sales technique that (laughs) dynamic of conflict is so Mm. good in the film because the scenes where you're just watching the three characters around Mm. the table and you're just riveted by what's being said because it's so compelling to watch as a viewer the final act i have to say i did come out of it having to think about what just happened for a while because it something goes down where you question in your mind for quite a while but when I got out and I thought about scenes that played out before I thought hang on the subtle hints are perfect because I didn't expect the plot twist to come I think it's going to that is going to be the make or break whether you like or hate the film because I think it's going to be divisive uh but I looked at the reviews for this um the other day because I was curious and I saw the Rotten Tomato score was sitting around 22, percent and I'm thinking, "Huh?" <laughs> yeah.
0: Literally, it's, it's usually the case, isn't it? Well, what's the bud? What's the budget? Is it quite often a smaller? Production? I don't know
1: the budget off offhand. I mean, I I can imagine it. it's probably very low. I mean, it's very, very, very low. It's
0: usually the case, isn't it, for like the smaller kind yeah, of sm- yeah. smaller productions? I think, like you said, you, you say it was quite uh, decisive, or what? What was the word
1: you put? It was quite. Um, I said, I said, it, it, it's contemporary because it's a sci-fi film that, I think the year it's set in is almost like the least important part of the film because the story is what's at front and center. The couple's proposition is so beautifully played because there's real emotive times as well where you can feel that disconnect between them. But I think it's as a freehander, it is so masterfully portrayed. I genuinely think it's one of my favorite films of the year. I deliberately wanted to go in blind as possible to it because as soon as you hear Paul Mescal and Saoirse Ronan I was like, okay, I don't want to see anything. Don't want to see the trailer because I read a bit about the plot and then I was like, I don't want to see the trailer. Mm. And I was it's an hour 50, and if we're going on about length, this felt like an hour because I thought this is so well constructed. It's so beautifully told. It's so dramatically told as well from a psychological perspective of what does this proposition do to the couple. Yeah. Uh, I think Saoirse Ronan is sublime. I think Paul Mescal is... is. I mean, he, is Paul Mescal. <laughs> 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 I think it's genuine. Well, All of Us Strangers is coming out next year, which I spoke about last week. That is probably going to be in my top 10 of next year. I think Foe is... A lock in for top ten of this year for me because wait, wait, is it still out?
0: When's it? When's it out? to we'll have to catch that now.
1: Uh, it came out last week, but I, it's a very small release. Right, okay. I had to go to the Manchester Printworks to watch it. Which, uh if you, <laughs> with how Craig's talked about it,
2: I don't think I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm saying nothing more. Uh, you've been speaking. the came l- through door the suits to ush me up. I know. I you know yeah. so we love
1: you, uh Can we get us free tickets? That would be great. There yeah. <laughs> It's it's very much like a black mirror episode as well. I think it's worth mentioning that. But I feel I think it's a very refined black mirror episode, which I think's probably the best testament to it. It feels like its own thing and it pays homage, which I think's sublime. So I pretty much think it's a five out of five. Oh. Alright. Let's get to the cinema. Let's go watch it, man. <laughs> it ha yeah, I, it made me you will like leave that. bamboozled, but you will when you break it down in your head, you will then start to think if I watch this a second time, I'm going to watch it from a very different out- outlook.
0: Is, well, it, what, is it a film that you can watch more than, tw- more than once? You know? so I
1: That's would the de- best I, kind. I would describe it as a two in one package because when you know what happens at the end, mm. it changes events that happen before it. Because I was thinking about scenes that are played out, obviously, to mislead you. <laughs> and then I thought, when I came out, I thought, oh my God god how did i miss that like the cool. red herrings are so subtle and you will not pick up on them and when the twist comes you have to wrap your head around it because it's like wait what and then you just think oh it's making sense it made more sense of the journey home that's so exciting because awesome. i was initially like what on earth was that twisted i'm like oh i see the thing before yep yep And I sort of pieced together.
0: Don't spoil it.
1: You're on the the verge, bro. (laughs) It it was almost like a jigsaw puzzle that came together so eloquently in the end. I thought it was great. I think it's maybe I haven't seen Lion, but I kind of want to see the uh, Garth Davis's other films now. Uh, I think Paul Mescal just keep making the stuff you're doing because I every time I talk about a Paul Mescal production, I just gush because. And I think the very important thing is, oh God, I've gone on for so long. I'll wrap it up. <laughs>
0: we love you, Paul. We love you, Paul. We love Nascar. you, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Come yes. on, the show. Yeah, yeah, that's it.
1: It's that the, the film. It, it the film just doesn't work without his performance. It works because of the narrative that social Ronan, Aaron Pierre, the way the story conducts itself. It looks fantastic for such a low-budget sci-fi film as well. I mean, I just want to mention that at the end. BF is one we all need to watch. Uh, I think it's a misunderstood gem of a film, is the best way I would describe it. And I think it is definitely my film of the week, my choice of the week. I think, yeah, don't see Five Nights at Freddy's. Go and out there and trek to watch Foe, because it is on another level, I think. Foe. 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 Bo, oh, right. bo. Bo, <laughs> bo, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Bo, Bo! how long of I've been it, but yeah, I also went to watch awesome. um, Into the Spider Verse live in concert this week, which oh, wow. was oh, that God. was like as my first live in concert. I was just blown away by how immersive it was, particularly where I was sat. Uh, I was, have you ever seen any live in concerts yourself, like any productions?
0: I I don't know how how does that work. I've, I've never it's essentially
1: the orchestra just play out uh, the soundtrack of the film live. What? Well, then you line up perfectly. Yeah, it nice. is perfect. Yeah,
2: I've <laughs> never never. I know this is um, once every year they take muppets Christmas Carol around fucking <laughs> <vlogging, laughs> dead horse in all the theatres. I considered it, but be. Um, <laughs> they're doing it on the stages. Not gonna they be take, rank, uh, yeah. They've got Love
1: Actually, which I've seen like once every year. I've never seen Love Actually. There's a live at con- what Love Actually live in concert. Yeah, really? yeah. I've never seen it. Which would there be any? Wait, fr- sorry. You've never watched Love Actually? No, I've never seen it. What, bro? <laughs> get yourself
0: on that. Watch that, bro. It's like it's, a, it's 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 a what? It's a it's a British classic.
1: You, you got to watch it, man.
2: Available in all good charity shops on That's DVD. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get out, car boots. I know, know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, will probably be on TV so much over Christmas. Like, yeah. every other day will be live actually, it'll be on Christmas Day. We'll yeah, make that bet perfect here Perfect timing, and mate. Perfect timing. Yeah. So, would there be any films you would like to see perform live in concert, then? I'll put it that way. Ooh, that's a good question, isn't it? I'll leave that to Craig. I'll, let my, I'll, let, I'll think about that.
2: Screw-we-do on Zombie Island. <laughs> 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 no. Um, um, yes. It's, uh, it's Let's a, do it, right? It's now. a good one. It's a good one. not uh, in no, awesome. the sequel. <laughs> La La Land. That that would be good Ooh. in concert. That Planetarium. I've cried at that. That's um, or oh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh, yeah, n-
1: yeah. Not not Crystal Meth, as I call it. <laughs> 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 nah. Yeah. I have an answer, which. Actually, it's kind of cheating because it has played live in concert. I just could not get to the venue because uh, the Batman, which I think... See, I've name-dropped it again.
0: (laughs) I knew you were going to... come somewhere.
1: Just to let you all know, (laughs) I will be attempting to name-drop the Batman (laughs) in every episode in one way or another. I mean, worst case, I'll just shout it at the end of each episode. But yeah. Uh, It was played in London. Essentially, I think it was at the event in Apollo and I just could not get any good seat for it I think as well Mm -hmm. it it was so expensive it was to get down there and do that trip and come back it would have just cost I would have had to take out incredible score though for that give it for the because I I don't know I've got
0: that's a different conversation I've got some qualms about the Batman movie I think the 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 score itself is is like
1: yeah it's amazing I don't think we'll get into the quabs of the yeah, no, yeah no yeah like that's that's uh, spoil, spoilers <laughs> again I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I heard
2: I heard the Riddler smashes someone's face in with a brick in for five minutes and oh. I thought I'm, I can't watch that I'll <laughs> it's like a horror film platform. it's really
1: good yeah. oh let's yeah. not talk about the Batman no yeah that's, that's another door open <laughs> I, mean, <let's> be <laughs> no, I think I think we need to do a, like a massive spoiler on some of these films I think if people out there want to see us talk about well a singular film for just ages and no time restraint whatsoever i will definitely be up for doing that i think because obviously the radio show is a part of utter radio but as i am my own producer essentially i would be more than happy to do spoiler specials because yeah, that'd be sick.
0: That'd be cool, i man. think
1: particularly on the films we disagree on i think uh, yeah. a fight might break out in the studio so we need to get a camera to record <laughs> it <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> not to influence the result of the poll <laughs> zombie island frame by frame that's what we'll do oh yeah. my god proper analytics yeah work of art work of art
0: that's it that's what we want to watch no, I'll t-
1: tell you what we need to get excited about which I saw uh, on someone's Instagram story like it was t- to do in letterbox Paddington in Peru yes. oh my god Oh, oh yeah. Paddington 2 oh, yeah. is a masterpiece Oh, yeah. you I heard it here first it is I mean Nicholas Cage I think everyone agrees I think, yeah. I think <laughs> everyone's in agreement with that <laughs> Nicholas Cage even agrees with that so I, I'm very excited to see Paddington and but the big thing I want to talk about just to end on is that fortunately the SAG strikes have led to delays in the film schedule a Quiet Place uh, the Quiet Place prequel has now been moved to June 28th 2024 and Mission Impossible 8 has been pushed back a year
2: no. Tom Cruise will be dead by then.
1: <laughs> keep on running, Tom. Keep on running. <laughs> literally, keep, literally, Tom, keep on running in your films because
2: I've I'm, I'm got... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he's getting on he's, um, <laughs> he is he is but I tell you looks. what he
0: probably can run quicker than I can than, than, than like,
2: yeah. run quicker than me yeah, yeah honestly
1: the amount of running in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 is there's so much running oh, there geez. is so much running it is wild <laughs> and secret the secret ingredient is steroids <laughs> <laughs> you see, every time you see a Tom Cruise film it's like how is he that good
0: yeah, he is incredible like, I think yeah. you never I don't know I, I, I've got a, it's like similar to James Bond I've got like a a soft spot for his movies man it's just like yeah
1: bring on keep keep the action coming hey pay, pay coming. your artists already and get the get the writers and actors just a good deal because it's dragged on for so long it's pretentious yeah that oh, it's yeah. taken this long because uh it's just it's ridiculous and i don't like film schedules being disrupted and we're seeing the effect mm-hmm. now because dune obviously is coming out next year yeah it's mad to think we would have had Doom part two by now mm. it had it not been for the strikes uh, because i think you're going to start to see a lot of productions get pushed back mm. which is a real bummer to be honest because we're looking obviously we're all looking forward to these productions but you, people just can't work on them at the moment well, because
0: that's, that's what's quite scary isn't it Obviously going to the creative uh world it's like you know the, the rights of the artist isn't it really and um it, it, that's something to be aware of because obviously that's happened in america in america is has that, is that happened here and i don't think it's, hap- it's affected the industry here yeah, yeah. Because of that, uh, i've heard but um you know luckily we won't fall into the same
2: trap i hope right? no i don't well ai don't get me started it's um <laughs> oh it'll, be, it'll come for all of us it'll be um in 20 years time you'll be well It'll be a robot interviewing a bunch of robots who are on a robot course. That's it. Maybe
0: maybe we are. Maybe this. Maybe we are robots. Well, have you thought it.
2: about
0: that? Oh, it's a simulation. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think uh, we have now come to the end of the discussion topic. So as it's a Halloween special, is there any horror films out there you would recommend people to go and watch immediately? Can be old or new.
2: Old or new.
1: And whilst they're thinking the interlude music plays and I will give my choices for what I think. Yeah, you go. You go first and I'll come back. Okay, so if you were looking for something modern, I would definitely recommend Talk To Me. Uh, Mm. I would say if you want something so creepy and disturbing, I would say uh, Ari Aster's entire filmography. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, I think if you want something classic, I would probably go for Scream. I think it's my favorite classic horror movie. I think as a slasher, it moves so energetically I think it's one of my favourite franchises of all time and I'm now going to hand over to <laughs> Alright, I, th- I think I've
0: got some that come to mind, uh, but I don't think, I don't know if the horrors or not, but uh,
1: like Under the Skin, I love Under the I've Skin. I've never seen Under the Skin, uh, it's, I yeah. need to watch it, so I went to a oh, to a panel on it this year and Oh, I need to watch it. It looks so good. Well, to talk about the movie, actually. Yeah, I think oh. it was the director who talked no about it. Way. Yeah, I think it was at an event in Battersea, London. I can't remember what it was called. Wow. Well,
0: he's got a. Jonathan Glaze's got a film come out this year, isn't it? I think. The Zone of Interest, yeah. Yeah, I need to watch Me Too. I need to go, That's on my list for sure. <laughs> uh, and then I think maybe another one. I think, I don't know. I think, I think basically it's, it's grown popularity recently. I don't know if it's a horror film again, though, but like Eyes Wide Shot, that always gets under my skin. Uh, know, psych- psychological scares are my favorite thing. What about you?
2: You know, d- don't do much horror. Um, Scooby Doo on Zombie Island, <laughs> uh, the old classic. No, yeah. yeah Alien yeah. Invaders, Witch's Ghost, Cyber Chase, all same franchise. Nineties classics. Um, again, get that charity shop. You'll pick them up there, free for two. Um, oh God. What about? I've not seen, and I want to see this Halloween, the new Haunted Mansion. I don't know why they brought that out in August. I've not got eyes yeah, for it. Well,
0: is that a, the, the remake? The, I I've the, seen Old Mansion.
2: Yeah. Is it good? A, and it is not good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, that's what I expected when I seen Danny DeVito in a old jacket. But um, I mean, he, <laughs> you told me I'm watching that. Danny now. DeVito
1: is preposterous <laughs> in the film. He's out of his league in there. He, he's doing it for the paycheck. I'm sorry, Danny, you've in everything else but Just just
0: a little a little plug here. If you haven't watched it, if you type in on Google Danny DeVito eating an egg, that's the best thing you'll ever ever see, I think. <laughs> just just type that in. <laughs> Danny DeVito eating an egg. Thank uh, you very much.
1: I think on that note, Danny DeVito eating an egg and go and see any horror film, but not Five Nights at Freddy's. I can't recommend that. I think you should I think you should wait and see it on streaming. I don't think you need to rush out and see it at the cinema. If you're a hardcore fan of the game then maybe for your own purpose yes but if you're a newcomer to the mythology of five nights at freddy's i don't think you need to rush to see it personally i don't think it did enough good enough job at enabling new viewers to get something out of it which is bad because it gave it three out of five but <laughs> a very very flawed horror film so any other horror film this week watch and yeah that there, there are horror films out this year that i will make my top 10 of the year no spoilers you <laughs> have to wait and see for that episode but to conclude that has been absolutely cracking i think like thanks for having the thank show you, yeah. thank you that's unbelievably insightful i mean i don't know who i'm getting off episode three now <laughs> <Two episodes laughs> yeah. in. it's like wow they'll be banging on your door like let us in, yeah, let, let, us us in. let us back let us back well, that's it that's it we said about doing the spoiler special of flower moon and the only problem is i feel like i might need to go see that again do you know what yeah I th- it's definitely worth a
0: second viewing for sure even if you leave it till streaming but yeah if you yeah. if you think it's definitely a
1: second watch and uh, what watch i will say times, if you so. if you go see flower moon twice that is a well-earned badge of approval me. <laughs> yeah, you, you know you. what
2: i might do <laughs> five pound tickets buy two tickets i'll go and watch the first half fuck off Autumn I'll come, <laughs> yeah, come next day a £10 double bill that's, that's yeah that's it, oh, that's
1: it's it. Wa- yeah Flower Moon make sure you have a wee before the trailers before the film and it'll be in the famous words of Line of Duty urgent exit required after the credits <laughs> because you will be bursting for that toilet at the end
2: <laughs> either that or get a colostomy bag I <laughs> <see it's yours. laughs> oh my that's, yeah, that's it
1: that's There's the a, Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean there's ways you can uh, obviously go about it but I think we'll... <laughs> uh, uh, on that particular note viewers it has been an absolute I'm wearing one right now it has uh, been yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this has been like the longest outro ever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to plug your social media accounts
0: uh, yeah okay um, I do some photography if you want to follow uh, on the hill photography and if you type it in with uh, underscores in between you'll find me on Instagram
2: that's it for me uh, best thing about my Instagram is I don't post so you can follow me I'll get someone out of it you don't have to put up with me shit <laughs> it's um, at it's Craig Rose you're not going to be able to type that in with the accent so um, I don't know we can put it in the notes or, or something like that yeah
1: yeah, uh, I'm, uh, my, I've am i got a lot of underscores, <laughs> if you heard last week's uh, Instagram, Matt underscore the underscore critic underscore productions on Instagram, on X, thank you Elon Musk, Matt <laughs> underscore the underscore critic, or you can just type my name in, Matthew Alecun on Twitter. Oh, I said it again, did I? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. One more
0: go, one more try. Do you know, do,
1: do you know what? It's so hard to not call it Twitter. Yeah, I don't know why I would just call it Twitter. And yeah, the why? problem with X is that it's a really good horror film.
2: The problem with <laughs> X is it's It's shit. Why have you replaced a blue bird that's been going for fucking fifty years? Oh we're talking years. about the app, we're talking about the, the movie the movie. Yeah, the movie's has <laughs> you know, There's
0: another you know, hot take there. It's like, well <laughs> Anyways,
1: guys, I think we should call it. I've yeah. been Matthew Allicoon and until episode three, take care, goodbye, keep watching movies, and I will see you for the next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye
2: bye. Bye.